Hello, I am Pia, a married mom of two, want to be Martha Stewart, would rather spend her time planning elaborate dinner parties, when in reality, I'm procrastinating about making my family matching t-shirts with my Cricut maker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brianne, and I'm an HGTV and Hallmark Channel junkie. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young kids. What about being from the Bronx? Oh, you made fun of me last time I said it, so it's nice to be out. Well, now they know. Brianne's from the Bronx. The boogie down. Hello, Brianne. Hey, Pia. How are you? I'm good. Um, this is like day 400 of isolation or whatever you call it. That's what I feel like right now. Yeah. It's like the honeymoon's kind of ending. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Honestly, I am ridiculously happy throughout all of this. So I'm in my element. It's kind of hard not going anywhere, but I'm going to the grocery store. So I guess that's, that's enough. That's enough because I'm at home. I have projects to do. So well, I'm trying not to even go to the grocery store. I'm just trying... I'm trying to convince my husband not to do anything. Um, and I, I told him, I said, every time you leave our house, you are jeopardizing, you know, the family's health. And he had to go to the eye doctor today. And then I heard him, I think I, I got to him when I said that. And I heard him um, cancel some more, um, like not essential medical appointments. Because I guess he, he thought that he can continue to run these errands and I, i'm like no every time you do that especially medical type appointments yeah, you're really putting us in danger huh excuse me yeah, we're not going to the doctor unless someone's dying we are not going to any healthcare facility i'm trying not and then he mentioned the supermarket to my daughter today and i'm like no no we can order food we have enough food we've we've done it we're done but um i'm finding that i'm having trouble <clears throat> working out <laughs> And our, and our guest today is here to talk to us just about that. Can you yeah. introduce yourself? Sure, sure. I didn't know when to join in, but here I am, Stacy Lindley, and um, I am a fitness instructor. I teach at um, the YMCA as well as 24-Hour Fitness, um, and I also have a full-time job. I'm a project manager in healthcare. Um, I work for a company that helps clients with their health and health and benefits specifically i work in the pharmacy practice so we help clients set their um pharmacy plans and things like that so um yeah i work in fitness i've done that almost 15 years so so um what have you been like what have you been doing to like <laughs> sane and fit during this period because it's not just about being fit like physical fit but exercise helps with you being mentally fit and sure sure i'm trying not to go out the house at all uh, um what are some things that i can do now when i say that i don't mind going on bike rides or walks but i'm definitely not going into the gym <laughs> yeah 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 so so it's interesting uh i actually taught class last saturday at one gym and then I even taught Monday morning and then they called it on I want to say Monday or Tuesday that all the gyms were closed and it was a very interesting time because I've never been in that situation where I was you know I didn't want to just not show up so I'm going and I'm trying to 
teach and everyone was very respectful of social distancing. I, I think I shared a picture on my Facebook of how the room was blocked off in a grid. And, and you could tell people like needed each other and wanted to connect. Um, right. But also were a little bit like, eh, should I be here? It, it's just so unprecedented. Um, <clears throat> so to answer your question, I mean, once the gyms officially closed, that kind of took a little bit of the burden off of my mental state of trying to figure out, should I even be here or not? Like, am I doing the right thing to be here? I, you know, of course, stopped taking my kids with me to the gym. Normally my kids come with me and they, they really enjoy it. But I, you know, stopped doing that last week. Um, but yeah, I, so we've been, we've been doing walks. Um, we go to a park that's close by and everybody seems to be out there, like giving everybody their space. Um, we try to do walks around the block. Um, both of my kids just upgraded their bikes and because they outgrew their other bikes. And so we, um, have been doing bike rides. So those are the things that we've been doing in the short term. Um, I think I have been thinking through and in preparation for this call, even thinking through like, how can we make this work for two to three weeks or, or longer, you know? So right. I have some ideas about that as well. Uh, I just, cause it's walking to, I feel like when I'm working with my kids, it's fun, but it's not, sometimes it's not a real workout because there's a breakdown. Someone's crying. Someone's, <laughs> someone's riding your bike too fast. Someone's riding your oh, bike yes. too slow. Someone has yes. off the bike. Um, it's definitely not the same intensity as for me, like being a fitness, a group, group fitness instructor, going into a class and having that, you know, 30 to 30 to 60 minute intensity that I can say, look, I burn, you know, 300, 500 calories. It's, it's definitely not like that. So I guess there's really two purposes of working out during this time of social, social isolation. One is to, <clears throat> excuse me, maintain weight and stay healthy, but the other is for the mental health aspect. So for the mental health aspect, um, some of the things that I've considered is, you know, like you mentioned, involving the kids. I mean, you, you kind of can't leave the kids out because if you think about it, the kids, when they're in school, they're getting recessed. They're having PE. They have, yeah. you know, my kids are in an after-school program. They have, they had tumbling, they had dance, all that's off the off the grid um so it would be kind of unfair for me as a parent to say well let me get my workout in and y'all kids do what y'all do you know they don't even have the tools to know what they need to do i mean tonight just before bed so was kind of running a little bit late um we did yoga we have a we have a couple of yoga books that are kid specific and so they they love it they because it's the kid the animal the poses are animal names and so they get down there and do it and we do it and everybody laughs and um, so we did that tonight, but yeah, for walks, bike rides, everything, we try to find stuff we can do with the kids as a family and we're talking and walking. And I mean, I barely break a sweat, you know, but, <laughs> but, but, it, but it's necessary. So for the, for the mental piece of it and really not tied directly to fitness, but I've actually started my meditation practice again. I had kind of gotten slack on that, but just the breathing and I, I use headspace for that. Um, just trying to keep my mind right. Uh, right. And again, it's not, it's not fitness related, but uh, prior to all this happening, I had just connected with a therapist. And one of the things that drew me to her, she's this black woman and she does telehealth. And so I kind of lump all this into health and wellness, but we met in person maybe a week ago 
a little over a week ago. And so tomorrow we'll meet on the phone. Um, so, you know, I, I just consider all that stuff to be part of your health and wellness is, you know, the mental piece of it. Right. Well, are, um, I've noticed that my son, normally when he doesn't nap, he'll go to bed about seven o'clock. But since he's not in school and he's not going outside and playing, twice a day and like running around he's up until 10 o'clock because he's not getting his energy out out. yeah and i'm gonna have to do better with going outside and playing but i'm gonna be honest this is my least favorite time of the year once the bugs come out i go inside yes i'm gonna have to find something so i need some indoor aerobic tips something i can indoors to get him even if it's jumping off the couch and it involves obstacle courses in the house i am here for yeah those those are good ideas i mean they have a a a bunch of youtube stations in fact a lot of the teachers have told me and i've you know found them on youtube too one of them is cosmic kid yoga um and you know dance parties so today we played this um song this album that i have called kids trap and it's it's like cheesy kid songs but and they're short they're like two to three minutes but you can like, I mean, all kind of topics, but they're kid topics. And the kids are jumping up and down and bouncing. I mean, you just have to really, whatever we think we need, we need to amp it up for them like 10 times that like, okay, jump yeah. up and down, do this, do that, you know, just everything. And to get them to burn out the energy, because I saw the same thing that you just said. Our kids before would go to bed at 8.30. And because of this situation, I mean, at nine o'clock, they're still like, what? I want some water and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, like, so, I want you, you to know. go to bed. Yeah, so so yeah, you definitely. And so one of my points that I had taken for this call was to, to <coughs> mention about doing it early. I mean, I think for the kids, we need to do it early and also for ourselves. Because in a, the couple of days this week, we waited to the end of the day and we're like, okay, we haven't done anything. We need to hurry up and get it in. And we did do it, but I, I personally think it's better if, you know, especially for people that are planners like myself, I'm a very big planning type person. If you can think about a way that you can get active as early as nine o'clock or 10 o'clock and do something physical in the house, outside of the house, because if you think about it, when they're in school, they're sometimes they're doing PE at that early or they're doing a recess, their first recess that early. They eat lunch early and then they're doing something physical again. So I would say break it instead of like looking at an hour that you need for your kid to be active. Think about maybe three 20-minute sessions, but try to get at least one of them before 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. Then you have one maybe right around lunch or a little after lunch, and then you get maybe you another one before the sun goes down. And I think if you if you think about it like that, and then for us too, like I said, so we want to we wanna work out too, so it may mean an adjustment in terms of us waking up. I, I tend to wake up early and work out uh, in when the gym's open. Um, so waking up before they go, you know, before they get up or working out after they're in bed, you know, just to get that time that we can get our intensity in. Okay. I never, you know, I just thought I was, I was like, I was hesitant to um, work out with my kids because, well, one, I just know it's not about them. It's, I mean, it's not about right. me at that point. It's about them. So right. I was like, oh goodness, I'm going to, it's going to annoy me. But you know what? It's 10 PM right now and they're still up. Mm-hmm. I'm starting yeah. to see, okay, hmm, <laughs> maybe yeah. it needs to be about them, you know, um, a little bit more when it comes to working out and the 20 minute sessions a day is, you know, sounds a lot better than one hour <clears throat> time yes. slot that I had originally yes. planned in my um, schedule right. that I made. 
And right. I just felt like I didn't want to direct them. I wanted them to self-direct with their play because mm-hmm. I feel like in school, it's, they're always being told what to do. In PE, they're told what to do. In dance, they're told what to do. And I'm like, let kids just be kids. But here it is, um, 10 p.m. And they're kind of still up. And so I'm thinking maybe at least one directed yeah, yeah. activity. And, and I think if you have, so that was another point that I have. If you, if you make it a game, it's fun for them, but it's a directed activity. So, you know, even like some of the games we played as kids, hopscotch and stuff like that, I mean, there's a reason those games were so popular, you know, and so, and, and the other thing is the kids are missing the social aspect. So all of us, I think, have at least two. Um, and so, you know, have them interact with each other and have them, you know, my, my son loves to be like boys with boys and girls with girls. So he wow. likes to pair up with my husband and then me and my daughter pair up and stuff. So I think if you make it a game and you're directing and kind of telling them what to do, I think it's fine. And then if they have a time where, like you said, one of the one of the 20 minute sessions or 15 minute whatever sessions, they can just play or dance or do whatever without you kind of intervening. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Right. Because I'm so, it, uh, this is, does not come natural to me. So um, <laughs> you know how instructors sometimes will have like, I think for body pump, I think I've seen Morgan um, will have her, her notes written down. Oh, yeah of what to do next. I yeah. think I'm going to actually have to do that for playing, for yeah. playing with my kids. It's sad as it sounds. I'm like, yeah, yeah. scotch. Uh, that, if that yeah. doesn't work, we have a red yeah. light, green light, or something like have a few listed to make sure that we actually do things. Oh, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I'm a very much a note person to trigger. I bought a hula hoop, but again, before all this happened, and my daughter, she loves that hula hoop, and let me tell you, I work my ab muscles when she's hula hoop because I laugh so hard. <laughs> she is just trying to make it, and then you realize your limitations because you're like, I don't know how to teach somebody how to hula hoop. You know? It's hard. Uh, hula hoop is hard. It is, it, but, but we both have one, and so, and then she likes my daughter's at that age where she kind of likes the filming thing. So that's kind of one of my points too to get kids involved is taking pictures. So mm-hmm. my daughter will be like, record me, mommy, record me. And I'll record her and we'll send it because we haven't been. My parents live within walking distance. My husband's parents live in Kansas City. But we'll send them pictures of the kids all the time anyway. But, uh, you know, we'll send them pictures of the kids exercising or doing little yoga poses or whatever. And they, they love it. So, yeah. That's a good point. My oldest one loves the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So any tips on parents working out? Without the kids, like how to fit that in? Because, you know, I just feel like it's a long day that we're together. Like, how do we have our own time? Have Have you thought of a way, like, just work, besides just waking up early? Yeah. Sometimes that doesn't always work. Yeah. So, so me and my husband, I, I, this whole thing has been self-realization for me. I, I need me time. So we trade off, you mm-hmm. know, we'll, we'll, you know, it, it's ideal to have both parents and, you know, all the kids or both kids together. But sometimes, you know, I have to be by myself and you take the kids and then we switch off. And we actually, we did that before anyway, just to kind of like, allow the person time to recharge. But now that time is going to be needed for, you know, self-care, including exercise. Um, Fortunately for me, I've always kind of bought uh, fitness stuff to have at home. So I have everything I could possibly need 
um, at home so I can work out at home. And like I said, if we switch off during the day, our kids are beyond the whole napping thing too, but either in the morning or like now, like our kids asleep. So technically I'm, I'm staring at my husband's uh, bike that he bought that's in the office here right now. I mean, we could be doing that now. So, you know, part of it is motivation and part of it is time. So the time is there and we have a, an agreement to let the other person at least have 30 minutes a day if they need it to work, if they need or want it to work out. Um, and then you just, you know, you got a lot of fire under your ass and get there and do it, you know. Did you ever not feel like working out? Because you sound so motivated. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, I'm a Fitbit person. I have my Fitbit here. And uh, so I I tend to, I'm a, I'm a metrics person. And I think it's because of my project manager life. Um, so I tend to look at every day and say, okay, I have a goal, or I want to do this. And if I, if I've fallen really short of that, I, I, I kind of feel like I have to do something. So right. for me, for me, like with the steps, it doesn't matter how I get my steps in, but I'm like, I know I need my steps. So either I'm going to work on my Zumba choreography, I'm going to walk around the block, I'm going to take my Fitbit off and tuck it in my pants so I get my steps if I'm riding my bike. Um, so yeah, the motivation is definitely a factor for me too, but I just, I try not to let more than two consecutive days go by without working out. So I'll have a day off. And this was more so like when the gym was open and I was teaching or either going to classes. But even now it's kind of tugging on me. Like if I, I have one day that I don't work out because I just like life is crazy. I don't beat myself up, but I try not to let that next day go by and let the sun set and I haven't done something because I feel like it's easy to get into a rut. And so it's just all these little things that you do to keep yourself going. And that's, that's one of them for me. And maybe two days isn't the limit for everybody. Maybe it's three days. But I think when you start looking at going a whole week without exercising, it's a very slippery slope that you probably can't easily fall into a pattern of saying, ah, I'll catch it later. And it just, you look up, it's a month, two months, three months, and you haven't worked out. So, right. yeah. Yeah, pretty much where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, but, you know, I always, like I say, I'm a big planner person Sunday nights or, you know, Sunday nights or Monday morning, but typically Sunday nights, I look at my week as a whole and I always just break it down. I say, okay, what am I going to do? I look at it from a week perspective, not a day perspective, but I'm like, okay, if I want to get in five workouts or four workouts or three, whatever it is, I I, I just fit them in. I like reverse engineered. And so, um, you know, I think some of that's going to have to happen when Monday comes and especially for people that are going to have to be doing their full-time job and teaching kids or working with kids and everything. You're just going to have to try to figure out how are you going to get it all in your job, the education piece, the exercise, the, you know, whatever. Plan it, put it in your yeah. car, see it in the Yeah. I mean, it's very common advice to say, you know, just like you treat any other appointment, treat your workouts like an appointment. Like if you go, if somebody were to get my planner from like a, any year of my life, they could be like, oh, okay. Cause I write everything. I write my appointments down. I write my workouts down. I, I write it down. So it's, it's there. Now, does that mean I don't ever miss? No, but it means it's in front of me and I see it and I, I it, it's, a, it's just there, you know? Right. So, yeah. Okay. So you do this Sunday night for the week. For the week. Okay. Yeah. So, any things that you've learned from, because you were home this week, right? Yes. And I, so, so I was planning to be home this week because it was spring break. So it was good. And I, I didn't decide to go to work, even though we weren't going to really be able to have a traditional spring break. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was very different. Like I, I make spring break a big deal. So this week was kind of surreal. And I really was cautious about how much I told my kids about what was going to be different because of the week and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. So, I mean, like I said, I got my workout in on Monday. I, I worked out on, what's today? I worked out on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I didn't do Tuesday. So. Right. Was there any like, things that you noticed this week that you thought, okay, this is a pitfall. Don't do this. Um, related to working out. Right. Cause I feel like this week was a practice week for most of oh, us. Oh yeah. You know, it, it, I was, felt like it was a practice week, but not as much for me. I, I had a little bit of anxiety because I know for me, like I, I was on, I, I finished up some work stuff on Monday and Tuesday. I kind of like stayed off the grid. I didn't get on instant messenger, but I knew I wasn't truly at work. So there is some anxiety for me because I know next week I'm back at work. And you know, there's lots of people that have kids and we've been told not to come in, but just managing it is, is kind of, but to answer your question, things that I, I learned, it, I do feel like even though the gym's not open, I am going to still have to wake up early. Now, maybe I don't have to wake up at five to go to a five thirty class, but I'm going to have to wake up early if I want to work out. And I, I do want to work out. I don't want to lose my motivation. I don't want to, you know, gain the weight. I just want to keep that as much as I can. So I probably am going to still set my clock and just instead of leaving the house, I'm going to go upstairs and I have a little area that I work out in upstairs. Um, so that's one thing I realized. And then just like I said, I'm going to probably take breaks during the day with the kids to make sure they're having because I mean that they're bouncing off the wall my son is four you know this I mean they're just like I feel sorry for them honestly because I mean we have a nice size house even but it's just they, they have all this pent-up energy and it's just not fair really to them to not give them an outlet if it's a nice day they can go out in the backyard I, I had to text our lawn guy I was like hey we need the yard cut these kids don't be here I need you know I need every act I need options to do everything I can cut the yard. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, and I'm glad he did because it started raining today. So. Okay. So what I'm hearing is if you have a routine before this happened, stick to it. Yes. Yes. And, and if you don't have a routine, this is actually an okay time to start one because so new. there's a, <clears throat> there's a lot of options that are available now free that you know, you might have not tried them before because they weren't free. So as an example, um, I teach Body Pump. And so Less Meals has been giving access to their uh, platform, Less Meals Online, or On Demand, Less Meals On Demand, for free for, I want to say, two months. And I really like it. I pay for it myself even. It's like, I think it's like 9 to $12 normally. Um, and I can share that with you or whatever. I, I shared it on my page, maybe. I, I, I shared it in different places. So I'm not exactly sharing all the places. But what it is, is it's body pump, but it's all the Les Mills workouts. So the dance workout, the yoga workout, the if you like um, attack and, and all the, the hit type workouts, it's pretty much everything that they have. They even have their cycling workout if you have a bike. Mm -hmm. um, so it's that's free. I've seen that uh, Beachbody is doing free uh, programs and tonight Fitbit sent something they said hey we want to keep you guys healthy they have some type of premium features so a lot of the, the fitness companies are offering um, free streaming services because they know people are, are buying they, and they want people to be at home and this is their way to say hey try my stuff for a month or two and right. you know they're I'm sure they're hoping that some people are going to continue to utilize it once the gym's open you know so right. so, so, so 
they're doing something too, right? Yeah, so, so some of the individual instructors are doing stuff. They're kind of just trying to keep people motivated. So there's a group for that. But the, the YMCA itself is actually trying to, I mean, I think this is a big wake-up call for everybody, whether it's education, fitness, anything, is we need to be able to take it online, so to speak. Right. And so the YMCA, um, LA Fitness, because I have a membership there, and I haven't seen this much with 24 Hour, but I know they have some stuff on their website anyway. But all of them are trying to draw people to those platforms through the apps um, to, to do workouts. You got Nike Fitness app. You have a lot of apps that are on the, the iPhone, uh, too, that are not necessarily associated with any gym or anything like that. Uh, and then you have YouTube. I mean, so there's a, there's a lot of good stuff on YouTube. I mean, for me, like in dance... I go to YouTube to look at choreography to help me for my class. Um, So pretty much any genre you want in terms of exercise, you can find it now. And so all is not lost in terms of, um, you know, being able to do it. But again, you have to plan it. You have to think it through. If you just kind of like wake up and say, oh, you know, however the day goes and you're going to look at 10 o'clock and you're going to be like, day's over. I haven't done anything. It's it's done. So I definitely recommend, I definitely recommend, you know, having some type of schedule or plan for, like I said, we know the next three weeks, at least with, you know, most of us in HISD, the kids will be home. So this is a good time to have a like little mini plan of what am I going to do over these next three weeks? Right. And yeah. And, you know, it's such a good point too, because, uh, you talked about if you don't have a routine, this is a good time to start it because everything's (laughs) new. Yeah. So just like I'm planning for my kids. Yeah. Cause I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm downloading things when they're fire. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. getting everything organized, some homeschool activities and making <clears throat> schedule. I have to make the schedule for myself too. Yeah. My yeah. work is concerned. And then you can, you can tweak it when we go back to whatever, you know, after, after school resumes. But yeah, I think this is a good time to just do a good reset. And, and like we talked about a little earlier, I mean, it's not just the weight, although I did take a note that nutrition matters too, um, and I must speak on that a little bit, but, but it's also the mental health. I mean, I was feeling pretty crabby one day, and I, you know, I just went to the park, and I went ahead of my family, and I did a couple laps, and then they met me there, and they played, and, you know, kind of hung out with me, and it just made my mood just much, that much better, and I didn't do anything else in between that. It was just the getting out and having the fresh air and stuff like that. And as you know, in, the, in Houston, this, this is the time of year that it's not too hot. And, you know, so it's, <clears throat> it's a good like time. Our, this is our, our outside time, our doing things with the family, doing activities, and it's yeah. now kind of squash. <laughs> it is kind of squash. <laughs> you know, but which is different. Because we are yeah, lucky that we, do, we can go out and we don't, you know, some people do still live in buildings in Houston. Yeah, but for the most yeah. part, you know, we, a lot of us live in homes and we have... Um, yeah outdoor spaces available to us and the parks like my husband was with the kids the other day and he said that they went to memorial park and he was like oh they've made so many upgrades over there because we hadn't really done that park we just kind of hang close by so i mean there's houston is a pretty good park city in my opinion um having lived a few other places so i mean again take advantage of it well i'm just the thing about the park i'm that worries me is that um the social distancing thing a couple of things the that the virus can stay on the metal for hours yeah so i'm trying not to have them play on yeah. The yeah. and then the social distancing yes that's another thing because they don't quite get it they, they'll they say don't... six feet apart you know 
And I, I told them today that I was going to bring out a tape measure for them to understand. But, you know, just like we get excited when we see our friends, they kind of forget. You're right. It's You're right. hard. I mean, I mean you it's better if you a, don't know anyone a, at the park. Yeah, you can't take a four-year-old boy to the park and not have, and tell him no play. So I, I probably violated the rules yesterday because we went to Candlelight and, uh, you know, he just was like, ah, and, you know, he got on the stuff. And then my daughter saw a girl from her school. And it actually was a little heartbreaking because she was like, oh, my goodness, she saw her. And she just, I, I, but I did say, I said, don't hug and touch. But they played tag, but they were touching shirts. And it was just, oh. it's, it's very hard, you know, it's, it's so very hard. hard. And, you know, I have my own thoughts and theories about stuff, too. So I just kind of temper it with that and, you know, what, what, what was the situation. And we didn't stay long and we came home and we took everything off and we washed and we hydrated. And, we you know, we tried to do everything we could to if we had been exposed, you know. But just my observation when I was walking the trail, I mean, people speak. Everybody was friendly because we all know we're going through this collective, like, chaos um, but it was no, like, stop and just breathe in people's faces. And I, I think this is the time, you know, again, me working in healthcare, this is a time where if people are sick, you, you probably are going to be less likely to be around somebody who is truly sick than the normal situation. Because normal situation, people are like, oh, I'm sick, but I'm going to keep working and doing that. Da, 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 da. And now it's like, no. So, I mean, you know, but again, we know we can be carriers and not show symptoms. So, I mean, I get it. It's just you have to kind of have your personal line in the sand. So, uh, but I do think going sometime at off-peak times is probably a good idea. Like I said, if, especially if you're, you know, like for me, I'm going to be working. So I'm going to have to kind of maybe work it around meetings and stuff. But if you can go at 830, maybe that's the time when a working parent probably can't go. So there may be a, a fewer people at the park, you know, or something like that. And then if you take, like, if y'all have, like, little badminton things or hula hoops or jump ropes or whatever, you know, you're at the side where instead of taking them to the playground part, you're just kind of off to the side playing. That's a good point. Like, bring your own um, equipment. Yeah, we, we always take our own stuff. We take hula hoops. We have, like, little Nerf ball hit things and stuff like that. Like I said, my son loves the playground because he loves the monkey bars. And stuff I would like just that. avoid parks with play equipment, so it's not even an yeah. issue. It's hard to find, though, because most of them have something, at least in this area that we're in. I know, Brianne, we're in the same area. Uh, but one of my friends, she's so funny, she, she told a little white lie to her kids about the playground equipment so that they wouldn't touch it. She was like, yeah, we got an email from the principal, and they said blah, blah, blah. Her kids bought it. So, I mean, again, everybody has to do what they have to do to, to manage their household. But, you know, that's what, they, that's what she did to try to get her kids to see the severity without scaring them. Right. And but Memorial Park, right? There's, I mean, lots of play areas or the yeah. Ar was, what is it, Arboretum or something? Arboretum. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, they, they, the Arboretum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, gee, I'm like, I don't, I don't like <laughs> But I mean, in this situation, I have to, I mean. Yeah, I'll go to the Arboretum now, but oh my God, the mosquitoes are out. <laughs> Yeah, great place to go. Especially after a day like today where it rains. So, but yeah. Or even if you just go, I don't know, they're, they're just places with open fields. Like, um, yeah. Water Wall would be a good place to go because they can oh, just yeah. run around and kick a ball there as opposed to playing on a play structure. Yeah. So, just places. Yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, because my husband's very social. He needs, he needs to, he needs an outlet. <laughs> 
it, it's hard. I'm not so much about worried about my kids getting out the house. I should be, <laughs> but I'm like, I need my husband to get out the house someplace safe and contained. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I want to so, go to the drive-in, but my husband won't go. So. <laughs> anyway. So the other thing I was going to say too is, you know, because we're going to be in this time of making everything educational that we can. I mean, we'll get materials and so forth, but you know, besides making it a game, I, I was just thinking there's ways that you can make uh, fitness educational for kids um, and having them maybe teach you, having them be the fitness instructor or having them count certain things or, or tell me an exercise that starts with A or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, and again, I haven't thought through it all myself. Like there's not this curriculum I could just pull out, but I think, um, when you make stuff educational and it's physical as well. And I mean, it may even be worth emailing the PE teacher at your kid's school to say, hey, what are some of the things that y'all do? Is there a connection that I could do at home? Stuff like that. Um, you know, jump and rope and you're saying the alphabet or whatever. I just think there's a way to make the physical fitness also, um, you know, educational. Because as y'all know, I mean, I have a four-year-old. We count everything. We count jelly beans. We count blocks. We count, you know. And we just do that. So I think with exercise, you know, in my fitness classes, a lot of times I'm counting down and, you know, I'm thinking through stuff. And, and it's, I think it's an easy way to, to do it with the kids as well. Right. We have these um, yoga cards. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking of doing that with my kids tomorrow. I let them do it themselves. And uh, they had arguments. <laughs> it turned into a fight. Yeah. I'm so lucky like that. <laughs> but I'm thinking maybe I can do it with them yeah. and that's kind of like them teaching the class and they'll take turns yeah. to pick a pose or leave right. the class with the pose right I'm there with them they can yeah. do it but when they were doing it on their own I, you know because we have the whole mom story background so oh, I'm yeah. just like okay I think you guys can just do this on your own oh no you can't yeah, yeah. They need uh, got the directress or whatever they call um the teacher the the person that yeah. died them needs to be there and guide them on their fight yes yes so but that's a good idea for me is because we actually own those already yeah yeah good idea yeah so so one other thing i wanted to talk about was around nutrition because of course it's, it's sort of linked to um the fitness thing so again i'm pretty healthy eater i eat on a structure i, I mean i actually do intermittent fasting that's a whole nother topic um but being home I think two things happen. People probably eat more and drink less. And so um, that has the ability to pretty quickly uh, influence your mental state and also influence your energy level. Um, so I think it's really important, just like we talked about with the schedule, is to still, even though you're home and you're home with all the food that you've you know, bought from the store or whatever, is to still do some sort of meal planning so that you don't just sit there and park yourself on food or park yourself on snacks. And at least with the kids, cause I have to kind of watch my, my, my son will only eat if he's hungry. And if he is playing, he would choose play over food. But my daughter is, is kind of the opposite. She's structured and she likes her three squares and two snacks. And if you try to cheat her out of one of them, she's going to let you know. She's like, <laughs> she's so funny one time. She's like, now is this lunch or dinner? We're like, who? <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like, if you're eating right now and you're not oh. eating later, it's, it's whatever meal you want, right? Why do that? Is this lunch or dinner? 
Because they yeah. have plans. They have plans for like, I, I realize they have plans. It's like, because there's a, a dessert after dinner or something that they, they want to figure this out. Like, where is I guess it's my husband's fault because he's, he's a really good cook. He's our food person. So we I maybe have role reversal in that regard. He is our grocery shopper. He prepares most of the meals and he does a good job. And so, and he's a foodie. And my daughter has followed in his footsteps. But I think if you plan the meals you're going to have, or at least loosely plan them, and plan the snacks and try to keep them at a certain time so that again people are not just eating because they happen to be in the vicinity of the kitchen and then like with water you know we send our kids to school with thermoses every day and they you know they drink a a, a, I know my son for sure drinks a lot of water and my daughter does too but I for some reason I think when you're at home it's it's sometimes easier to skip drinking because I notice even myself sometimes because I've worked from home I work from home a couple days a week just for the last you know few years so I'm used to working from home but usually it's me working at home and the kids are not here um but you know I just I just noticed that about just kind of this you, you Brian, you asked me about observations for the week I feel like I've consumed less water or because I know at work in the office I'll go by the break room a few times drink some of their coffee or whatever and um you know I just noticed at home it's easy to just blow through the day and I'm like I haven't had that much to drink today so I think that's an important thing because that that hydration is going to help everybody be uh, have good mental clarity and to f- feel like they want to work out. You know, I had my son today say, I'm thirsty. So, you know, if a person gets to the point where they say I'm thirsty, right. they probably should have had drink over an hour ago. So we, I, I think one of the things that we're going to have to do when me and my husband talk about the schedule for the week is we're going to have to have planned water breaks, you know, right. and, and maybe even, you know, like I said, they're, they're old enough to go to the restaurant themselves, but, we have just keeping as much structure of saying, Hey, do you guys need a potty break? Or, Hey, this is snack time. And Hey, this is, let's have a water. Let's all have a water break. Let's all drink a glass of water so that everybody's kind of making sure they're those, you know, basic level needs on the hierarchy and needs are being met. Right. I, I know some people, and I guess in this case, this is probably something that we could do as well. Like they actually had their own water bottle. Yeah, yeah. Watch how much water they're drinking. Yeah. But I'm thinking this will work for my household right now because there's a lot of dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's something I noticed this week. I'm, I'm like, I usually run the dishwasher once a day. And yeah. I'm thinking now we may have to wash the, run the dishwasher twice a day. There's yeah. a lot of cups going around. Yeah. yeah we, we all kind of keep our same cups. Uh, and it, Well, I know I have my favorite cup. My kids have their cups. But I do, we, we have been using more dishes because we've been eating more meals at home. We used to eat out some. And then, of course, like I said, the kids were at school. But what we do is I just get up in the morning and we unload the dishwasher and then we fill it from breakfast and then whatever. And then once it's full, we run it. And then, like, as soon as it's done, we unload it. And we just always have it to where you can load the dirty dishes. But I know, we kind of run run it two, two times a day or maybe three times in two days. It, it is definitely more. Right. So, um, what does your morning look like? You wake up in the morning and then you go straight to work out or do you unpack your dishes? <laughs> oh, no, well, this, like, this, week is, this week has been a kind of an anomaly. But during the normal week, I would even a normal week where I work from home, I would go to the gym in the morning, come back home. We would get the kids ready for school and then, you know, kind of flow from there. But like I said, this week I didn't work. But I think, you know, one thing I told my husband is I was like, we do probably need to, we're going to let them sleep in. I don't think they need to be getting up because that was one thing that I kind of struggled with before is I felt like the start time was a little bit early. 
So I'm not going to necessarily wake them up at, you know, in the six o'clock hour, but, you know, between seven and eight, probably get them up. And I do think they need to put on clothes because before we've been kind of like letting them have on their pajamas. And I, I guess that's fine. But what it does, if they have their pajamas on and then say I get a break at, at what's lunchtime, well, now I have to go spend however long getting them dressed, picking out clothes and all this type of stuff. And I've kind of burned 15 to 20 minutes to try to do that. So I, I think if we get into the habit, it doesn't have to be, it's not going to be their school uniform, but get them up and put them in something where they can go out of the house right. and, as opposed to their pajamas all day. You know I mean? Maybe one or two pajama days. Okay, that's fine, whatever. But I think just based on who we are and if we're dr- going to try to work in this physical fitness and being active is get us dressed and then you can, you can go. You can go either way. You can be in the house or if we get a chance to, to leave the house and just even if it's walk around the block, now you your dress you know right. and so so and then that same routine in the evening of you know shower you know eat dinner shower story time and then bed we, we will try to keep that even though you know there's no school so right but I, I'm really wondering do you when you wake up like I'm, I'm serious when you wake up in the morning because this is like I'm not organized in the sense like this is going to be all new to me I'm going to try this tomorrow um I'm going to be Tracy more <laughs> So like when you wake up in the morning and you um do you eat first and then go work out or do you unpack your dishes first? Well, I do intermittent fasting, right? So I don't oh, really I don't really, you know, my husband always jokes to me like, you know, kids don't do intermittent fasting. I'm like, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I four year old us <laughs> he knows we don't eat breakfast. Right, right. So and I, I'm sorry, I said Tracy instead of Stacy, sorry. That's okay. Um so yeah, I get up and like I said, normally I get up and go to the gym if I'm doing a before work workout and I have my coffee and then I come back and I'm getting everybody ready. But if I'm going to be at home like tomorrow on a Saturday or whatever, because, you know, we I typically at home before I would go teach class or whatever, I would uh, get up and have my coffee. Kids, my daughter's an early riser. My son, he could sleep until whenever. But we get up. Everybody kind of gets what they're going to wear for the day. Me and my husband do a quick touch base on what's the day going to look like. I may be undoing the dishwasher while he's making breakfast, kids are eating, everybody's kind of getting dressed, and then we kind of like go into the day. Right, so you exercise with no food on your stomach. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, I do that. All. I mean, I, I kind of did that anyway before I started doing intermittent fasting, but actually this week was my two-year anniversary, so um, it's, it's just part of my life now. I don't really right. eat breakfast. Now, some Sundays I will make breakfast and I'll eat then too. I just kind of move my eating window up. But honestly, intermittent fasting is is great because I don't have to focus. I'm not thinking about three meals a day for me. Now, the kids are eating, and my husband pretty much, he doesn't do it as much. He sometimes does it, but he eats with them or whatever. So, um, yeah, it just takes off one thing that I have to worry about. And I have no problem fixing them food and not eating myself. So, Right, because I'm so, I'm like, I've never been a person that, like, works out routinely. Mm-hmm. Um, especially before my kids wake up. I mean, I did that. I, I, there was time I actually did that. Um, now that I think about it when we lived in London, but uh, I find myself talking myself out of working out by, hmm, what am I going to eat for breakfast? I need breakfast. Oh, no, you don't need breakfast. I need, I'm like, okay, so I just needed to know, do I need breakfast? No. Tomorrow morning when I'm looking for all excuses of why I'm no. can't get out on my bike. No. 
That's one less thing. Coffee is coffee. I mean, I'm a, I don't know if you're a coffee drinker, but coffee is the best energy drink. I mean, I just drink it black. I just get up and have my black coffee. Or if you, if you don't drink coffee, drink, drink water, whatever you want to do. And I just, I just go, you know, I get, I, I, I have my Keurig. I have my little, I mean, it's just a, it's boom. And then I, I don't eat. I mean, I usually don't eat till lunchtime. Um, well, I know then, I can't do intermittent fasting. I tried that and by yeah. day three, I had, I had a migraine. I had a migraine yeah. for three days. Yeah. I don't have So I'm like, okay, this is not for me. Yeah. My husband I, can do it. But my husband's yeah. also super organized and I'm not. <laughs> well, I don't have migraines. I've never had those, thankfully. But I, I will say for some people, because I, I kind of follow a couple of communities of people that do intermittent fasting. For some people, the first week to two weeks is a challenge. It's, a, it's very hard. Your body's getting adjusted. It's tapping into the fat. It's all this. And again, that's kind of a separate topic, but I love talking about it. But it is hard. And then for some people, it's not hard. But typically after that initial period of your body figuring out what's going on and switching to being a fat burning situation, um, most people are able to, to do it. And it, I always go back to if you were in a situation like those guys that were in the those boys that were in the cave uh, at that, uh, I forget, was it was it Thailand or something? Right. I mean, you, you have the capacity in your body to go extended periods of time without eating. It's not ideal, but right. you have but we're so socialized to eat, 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 eat. I mean, we just, like, like I said, my, like how my daughter thinks she's our, she's six and she already knows I eat three times. I have two snacks. It's just, it's just very, it starts for a lot of people early. So that's a, a huge barrier for people to get over. So, but I don't try to convert anybody to intermittent fasting, but I just, I always tell people, if you really want to do it, you can, if you get past that initial period, because some people's bodies have a, a little bit harder time in that initial phase. So. Right. Well, I hear my kids um, turn into the Lord of the Flies and my husband. <laughs> so we're going to have to end this, but sure. um, thank you so much for talking to okay, us. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to meal planning and exercise planning and water planning. Oh, and, sure. um, I'm definitely going to get more involved with exercising with my kids because maybe they won't be like this <laughs> tomorrow right. night. It'll help decompress them. Exactly. So Peter, do you have anything else to say? I think you asked all my questions. You're doing a good job asking all the questions. So now <laughs> sitting back and listening and taking it all in. So thank you, Stacy, so much You're for welcome. coming and talking to us. Now I feel like I'm I'm energized to go out. I'm, I'm inspired yeah. to go out and and start doing something because I haven't run since. We're not gonna even say how long it's been for the baby. <laughs> That's okay. No judgment. Like, now I have a little bit of inspiration to go out and do something because I have all this time. I don't have the excuse of, I don't yeah. want to get up too early or I'm tired in the afternoon. So thank you. Yeah. And if anybody has any questions and wants to reach out to me or either of you even just definitely I'm here and I'm, I'm happy to talk to people about it and help in that regard. Right. Well, have a great evening. Thank you. Bye. 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 The podcast is over, but that does not mean that the conversation has to end. Connect with Brianne and I on Instagram at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? Or you may email us at podcast at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe.com. We also have a website, so check it out www.mommywhereismyshoe.com.
Before you go, do us a favor. If you like Mommy Wears My Shoe, the podcast, please rate us in your app. And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommywhereismyshoe.com and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.